Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. At ViStar, we believe in better. Our members now have access to more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. And now, from the Daytona Beach News Journal. And he is a lap away from the checkered flag in the Daytona 500. The voice of NASCAR. Austin Dillon wins the 60th running of the Great American Race. Daytona Motor Miles with Ken Willis and Godwin Kelly. Hello. Ken Willis, Goblin Kelly, Daytona Motor Mouse. We're getting a day late. Uh, we're coming at you a day late this week due to unforeseen circumstances. Hmm. 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 <laughs> okay, foreseen circumstances. Uh, we're going to talk. Uh, we're going to review a little bit of Sonoma, a little bit of that road course. Um, we're going to talk. We're going to tell you why uh, his, why Martin Truex will not win this week at Chicago Land. Talk a little bit of NBC Fox. It's a boogity free zone starting this weekend. Oh, we're gonna we're, stay hydrated. We're gonna uh, get it, try to figure out what's going on. What's wrong with Jimmy Johnson? Uh, we have uh, what else? We got some good ratings. Good ratings news. Finally, not great ratings news, but good ratings news. Good is better than so it's better bad. Than nothing. Yeah. And uh, and then we're eventually going to uh, play my new game. It'll be the second version of my new new game. Uh, instead of playing a birthday game, we're taking a twist on that, and I'm gonna have Goblin try to name that birthday boy. All How right. about that? I, I'm and we'll, we'll get on all that. We'll get to all that right after this. I'm really excited. You probably don't even want to take a break, did you? Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Ken Willis, Goblin Kelly, Daytona Motor Mouse. Uh, wrap up, let's look back a few days to Sonoma and the road course. What do you know? What do you know? What do you know? Tell me about it. What did you see? What did you think? And uh, just your overall review. So I watched the whole race, believe it or not. That's that's hanging in there. Yeah. Uh, you know, duty calls. Yep. We're getting closer to the race at Daytona. Yep. So I'm trying to pay as extra much attention. extra attention uh, to detail and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, the interesting part, well, first of all, Sonoma wasn't really that interesting. It was. They've had all better right. Sonomas. All right. So you break it down. My okay? Sonoma. <laughs> <laughs> by the knack yeah um so you break it down and break it down so they had the first two stages were 20 laps yeah and there was guys in the field such as the pole winner 
William Byron, Billy the Kid, who decided that getting those stage points mm-hmm. was more important than winning, basically. Yeah. So he stayed out. Hung out there and got the points. Got the points. How'd that work out? (laughs) Worked out good for one stage. Yeah, it worked out good for one stage, but for overall, it didn't work out so great. Yeah, but he's up there. He's he's well within the top 16 as we sit right now. Okay, and then stage two, um, Danny Hamlin does the same thing. Bless his heart. Yeah, he goes for the stage points. Okay, see, I turned it on. Shortly thereafter, I turned it on. And I see the stage winners, and I saw Billy Byron, Denny Hamlin. Right. I went, wow, a couple of different precincts being heard from today. Right. But what I didn't realize was comes with an asterisk, right. what you're telling me now. Yes. Okay. So um, when, like, Hamlin restarted, all those guys that uh, <laughs> <laughs> all those guys that had pitted before him yeah. and – you know, gave up the stage points. Yep. He had to, you know, fight his way through all those yeah. guys, and he finished fifth to his credit, yep. Yep. which yep. is great. But you go up to the, you know, the fight for the win. There was yeah. no fight for the win. Truex was, was just, not. and Truex just said, "I was hitting my marks." The boys on TV, and I was not listening to MRN, but I could, it wouldn't have been MRN; it would have been PRN. I could just imagine the radio guys trying to sell that thing at the end. Yeah. And Kyle, here comes Kyle. Kyle's gaining on him, and he gets close, but he just wasn't ever close enough to do anything unless unless uh, the, Martin. The most exciting thing that happened in the closing laps yep. was when Bubba Wallace yeah. went off course right. trying to get away from the leaders. Right, dusted them. And dusted them. Yeah. And there, and I'm sure that was like, holy cow! Look at yeah, that! Right. <laughs> what is going on? I mean, you know, cloud of smoke. Yeah. yeah. Nah. All right, Chicago Land. Uh, it's the first race for NBC. It is the 17th race of the 36 Cup race season, not counting the two exhibitions. Woo. So Fox. Yeah, that's yeah, a, yeah. Well, Fox wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You got one more. Oh. It's the. It's the beginning of the end of the regular season. There's 10 more races of the regular season. So, yeah, this is race 17. Yep, 10 more. And uh, what do you look at? What? what? Tell me. Talk to me. Tell me something about Chicago Land that's going to excite well, me. Well, who's gonna, who is going to break uh, the Gibbs-Penske right. bond? And and also, by the way, and this I meant to do a little bit of research on this the other day, but yeah, found something else to do. <laughs> I'm trying to find the season. When's the last season we have fewer than 10 different race winners, and will we do that this year? Because right now we've only had six different race winners. Right. Now I can easily name you four guys that should win a race, or you could easily see winning a race the rest of the yeah, year. Yeah, I can know, name. I can Kurt name. Bush, Kevin Harvick. I know, can name that tune in six guys. Eric Jones. Yeah. could see that happening. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Blaney. could see that. Yeah, there's a there's a multitude of guys that can Eric win. Eric Almirola. Matty D. Harvick, I'm going to name How about Matty D? No. I'm going to name Kevin Harvick twice because he, <laughs> cause he it's, it blows me away how off, off, the, uh, off the grid they are this year. Yeah, I'm surprised you haven't on NASCAR this week done the tick, tick, tick thing. Ah, it's, he's good. Well, I was just reading something. He talked to somebody with motorsport.com, Harvick did, and said he's beyond frustrated. Maybe that means he's frustrated. He is frustrated. Yeah, he's beyond frustrated. Maybe even beyond frustrated. Now he's just like, all right, let's grind and see if we can, you know, catch up here in the second half. Yeah. That doesn't happen often, but sometimes it does. So Since we'll we're see. talking about Kevin Harvick, yeah. I actually did some uh, 
you know, Bush, Google Bush Google based research. Thank you. Yeah. Huh. Must be thank, true. Thank God for Google. Um, so Harvick won the very first two races held at Chicago Land Speedway. I remember that. Yep. Yeah. And um, so uh, he boasts the most top five. Boasts the most. Ten. And most top ten finishes 11. So he is uh, he is the guy to keep an eye on. At it's Chicago his kind of town. Land. Yeah. Uh, Chicago yeah. is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He had the time, the time of his life. He saw a man. He danced with his wife <laughs> in Joliet. But the strange thing is, the song would not have been a, would not have been as catchy as if it was Joliet. The strange Juliet. thing is, uh, my kind of town. You know, he has not won a race. Yeah, right? I know. But he's third in points. I mean, well, he's solidly third in points. He's having a Terry Labonte season. Yeah, yeah. He's so, in full Terry Labonte mode. But it, uh, on the flip side, I of like that, points, not trophies. On the flip side of that point deal, yeah. And this is one of them deals. That's he, bad. He's only got three playoff points compared oh, to that's bad. Uh, Kyle Busch, who has twenty five. That could come back to bite. Martin you. Truex has twenty two. So. That could come back to bite. Yeah. You. Yeah. Oh well. Anything else? And what do you know? Mm, uh, one last thing no. before we take a break. Uh, Jimmy Johnson has now officially slid outside the top 16, meaning if the playoffs began tomorrow, two things would happen. Jimmy Johnson would not be in the playoffs, and the rest of us would say, what the hell are the playoffs doing starting? (laughs) (laughs) Good God, it's only June. Uh, So, uh, I mean, it's a real thing now. There's 10 races going to regular season. He's 17th. Dun-dun. I mean, what, I mean, what's going on here? Is it, uh, it, it we're beyond the point of saying, well, you know, they, they'll get it fixed. Well, and what, get right up there because Alex Bowman's running better than he's run before. Billy the Kid's running better than he's run before. Chase is running pretty good. He's just he's got the one win, but Chase most weeks is good. Yeah, he's usually so, the top but, Chevrolet. Uh, one of these things ain't like the others. Right yeah, now, right. Yeah. So, yep, yep. Uh, is is this? What do you think? What do I think? Are you still saying, ah, he'll get it together? He's seven time <laughs> champ. Or do you realize now that this is not just a little speed bump? This it appears to be a trend. Yeah, this is um, not boating well. This is not. This is not good. Yeah, this is not good. Um, but things can change. We've seen guys take a career dip and rally and come back and just shrug it off. Yeah, but Jeff Gordon had a dip when he was after he got to be around forty or so, but then he came back and damn near won a championship. Yeah, but more often than not. The dip is followed by a slide. <laughs> <laughs> Which is followed by uh, a... <laughs> adios, amigo. <laughs> well, we'll it's see. Just, well, I think about it. We'll see. <laughs> it's, it's just strange. Yeah. It's just as strange. And now we're, you know, um, I don't give him much hope at Chicagoland. Yep. Which means he'll probably win. But then we come to Daytona. Yep. And he's won several races here. And, well, he, and won the, he won the clash in February by basically... <laughs> Sending everybody else behind the wall. Yeah, but he won. <laughs> hey, it can happen. It's a win. That's right. Yeah, a win is a win. You got it. So he's got the, the magic touch here still at Daytona, so who knows? All right, let's take a quick break. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. 
Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. Daytona Motor Mouse Goblin Kelly over there, Ken Willis over here. You'll get that big time auto racing. Yeah. You'll get sometimes, Goblin. What is? Get an odd stat sometimes. Just an odd thing that makes you think about it and go, wow, I never thought about that. It's weird. It is weird. You get a weird stat. You've got one. Yeah. You're going to tell us why. Why Martin Truex has no chance to win at Chicagoland this week? Because assuming you're a student of history, if you're a student of NASCAR history and follow or, or the world history for that, follow matter. the stat book. Yep. All right, um, this is weird. Martin but, Truex uh, Jr. Jr. won for the twenty third time at the Cup level in his career. And twenty one of them or twenty of them have come in the last few years. I mean, he's on a career tear. Yeah. He is definitely at the zenith of his career. Unless yep. unless there's a gear that we haven't found yet. So. Yeah. So um he's tied for thirty fourth. Yeah. On the all time Cup Series wins list. But again, those twenty three those most almost all of them wins have been packed into a condensed period of time. He's tied with Joey Logano and Ricky Rudd. Yep. All right. All right. All right. A lot maybe may I point this out again. A lot of wins in a short period of time. However However, sir. However. However. He is also on another list. Yes. And uh it's a weird list because he's never Martin Truex Junior has never won back to back races. Weird, I told you. Yeah. Yeah, and so if you look at when his twenty-three. I mean, his, those wins have been bunched in a career arc. They've yeah. been bunched. Oh yeah, and he's never won back to back. So the top guy on this list is Dale Junior. You mean by, with number of wins without back to back wins? Yeah, he had what twenty-eight wins. Yeah, followed by Ricky Rudd, twenty-five wins. Well, he's twenty-three wins. Yeah, I just said. And then uh, Terry Labonte. Terry Labonte was like one win a year. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. Jeff Burton, Bobby Labonte, Benny Parsons, Casey Kane, Ryan Newman, believe it or well, not. Well, he just had that one year where he won more than one race, <laughs> you know? And that, year, that eight win season, and that's the only time he ever won more than once, I believe. And you, Leroy Yarborough. Leroy Yarborough, yep. bless his heart. So th- those guys, I mean, all those names are recognizable. Yep. And it's weird that they have never won. Back-to-back races. You know what they'd tell you? What? It's hard to win a race. <laughs> a lot has to go right. Nothing can go wrong. It's yeah, but if you get on a roll. On a roll. You know? Uh, I made Handsome Harry win that year. Four in a row, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And he was probably 80 when he did that. <laughs> <laughs> he got a pack with the devil like he did all those years. It still looks like he does. Good grief. Yeah, yeah. You know what? What? He could, he could take us both with one arm. Not me. I'd guarantee you'd jump out the fire escape you just run right oh god it's oldest self-defense known to man just get run. the heck out of there getting out of the, yep he still like works on roofs and stuff well there's a lot of guys that are way up there way beyond the age they should be working on roofs and they're working on roofs yeah he's doing it because he likes it yeah I see some poor old souls do it because they they're hungry <laughs> <laughs> they're hungry and they made a few wrong decisions in life. made a few bad decisions hungry roofers yeah so anyway, Truex, either you won two ways to look at this, of course. Uh, he has no chance at Chicagoland because he just doesn't win back-to-back. Right. Or, or, he's due. 
That's the other way to look at it. See, si. see, si, senor. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, he's, you know, God knows he's been he's been hell at those intermediate link tracks the last several years. And here we go. We're yeah. at one. Yeah, I could. Just... One thing we do know: if he does somehow break that, he's got another big donut to plug a hole in the following week. Because in his career, he is zero for fifty-seven at the plate races. Daytona Talladega. We're going to still call them plate races, right? Well, we have to. It's a because, plate race. Yeah, we kind of have to. Yeah. Because, you know, tapered spacers, yep. you can't call them spacers, space Spacer racing. Spacer tapers. Yeah. Anyway, so he's 0 for 57, which is odd to me. Yeah. Because even when he was with on teams with cars that weren't as good as he's been in and with the last few years, Guys win a plate race. Right. I mean, I think you damn near won one in 73. Iggy Katona topped you on the last yep, lap. Yeah, he got me. Yeah, he got you. Yeah. Iggy. Went, that was before plates. Mm-hmm. All right, one more thing before we leave. Uh, you'll get that big-time auto race. And one thing you'll get every now and then is good news. Well, you need to use your announcer voice for this. Okay. And that's, that's what we call cold copy. Update. Uh, yeah. Update. Update. Yeah. <laughs> Fox Sports wrapped up its first half of the 2019 Monster Energy Cup Series Sunday, averaging over 4 million viewers. That's up 2% from last year's 3.98 million viewers. That excludes weather-impacted races both years, <laughs> according to Nielsen Media Research. Let's see, among 11 Fox Sports races this year so far, directly comparable to last year's events, six of them scored viewership increases. For the season, Nielsen U.S. household rating was up 3%, up to 2.44. That's pretty good ERA. <laughs> it was 2.37 a year ago. You want to know the top five markets? You want to know the top five markets for NASCAR viewership? Yeah. Color TVs across don't, this land? Don't forget the count. Count. One and one. Number five, Indianapolis. Number four, Charlotte, North Carolina. Number three is Richmond, Virginia. Number two, Greenville, South Carolina. It's a nice area up there. It sure is. And count. number one. One and two. It's got another green in it. It's not Greenland. It's not Shecky Green. It's Greensboro, <laughs> North Carolina. It's the top market for NASCAR viewership on colored televisions across the United States of America. Sunday's race at Sonoma was up a tick. It's up 6%. Wow. That's the boogity factor. I'm yes. Thinking. Everybody wanted to make sure he was uh, stopping doing that. You know, really, is he really going to quit? Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Good well, news on the TV front. Well, they gave him so much merchandise and stuff. Yeah. There was no way he could change his mind at that point. It's Good like... Point. Goodbye. See you later. Rocking chair, you have to hit the skid. <laughs> you well, got more than a rocking chair. It? You got a 56 Buick convertible. Well, that's, ain't that something I missed that? Yeah. Well, uh, you'll get that big time auto racing. We've come to the end of that segment. And uh, we got one more to go, plus the name that birthday boy right after this. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. Closing out Green White Checkers, Ken Willis, Goblin Kelly. Uh, real quick piece of news uh, for the inside baseball folks. The uh, rules for 
We're two weeks away, two races away from the uh, Coke 400, the July race in Daytona, the old right here, yeah, in our backyard, six miles from our Sixth Street Studios, uh, the Jack Jesse Studio at uh, Sixth Street Athletic Center. Now from here to there, and then back again is twelve miles miles around to our uh, expense reports. Yes. Something about the rules going to be what? What about how about them rules packages? Sometimes well, they tweak it between Daytona or Talladega and Daytona, but, 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 but this year they are not. No, it says next weekend's race at Daytona. We'll see Cup Series teams running the same rules package from Talladega two months ago. Now, remind ta- me what Talladega looked like. I can't remember. Uh. That's interesting because yeah. what would happen would be it was a, a lot cleaner than it was used. cleaner. Yeah, but um, cars could get like more speed, like a like a um, say your closing com- rate. The closing rate was yeah. unbelievable. I remember it. it's all yeah. coming back to me now. Yeah, and they so, had a mini big one toward the end, if I remember right. Yeah, so um, NASCAR confirmed the Daytona rules package Wednesday, which was yesterday. Noting that it will include the one-inch wicker on the car's rear spoiler. The spoiler stands at nine inches. Howdy do. So um, do you have your wicker ready? I'm always at the ready. Yes. Wicker? Yes. I hardly know her. (laughs) So anyway, um, that'll help uh, with, you know, the more... Basically, it's a 10-inch spoiler. When yeah, okay. you put a one-inch wicker on it, that means they just put a little strip on the top of the existing spoiler. So, Get out their nine-inch gangly wrench. Yeah. yeah. So, You want to play Name That Birthday Boy? Uh, yeah. Fun. I enjoy this. Yep. Because I'm prepping the, prepping the clues for you. Yep. Okay. Uh, we look uh, between today and next week, we look at the, uh, at, at the birthday. Who's having a birthday in the world of auto racing? Hopefully NASCAR. doesn't have to be NASCAR. It could be outside of NASCAR. But it's something related to auto racing, generally related to NASCAR. So I'm going to give you clues. Each one gets progressively uh, more uh, descriptive of the, of the person. And, and I want to see how, how few clues it takes you to name the birthday boy. All right. Uh, this week's birthday boy got his first start in NASCAR in the Cup Series level in 1976, driving the Cunningham Kelly Chevrolet. He finished 29th. Mm, uh, 76, driving, he was driving the Chevrolet. He was. So you don't uh, have to take a guess after each one. I mean, too much time. Okay. His first full season in the Cup Series was 1983. That's a big separation. Wow. He was in the Hesco Exhaust Chevrolet, unless certain races. He was in the Hesco Exhaust Pontiac. His owner was Roger Hamby. His average finish that year was 21st in 1983. Harry Gant first, first full time season. No. His 10 career wins at the Cup Series level came in a nine-season stretch ending in 2002. 10 wins. 1983, 10 wins. His dad's name, he is a second-generation racer, by the way. Yeah. His dad's name is Clifton. Mm. Clifton? Final clue. (laughs) His 1994 Daytona 500 win was bigger than Mule Day back in Columbia, Tennessee. Uh, Sterling Marlin. Ah, bless his heart, he's going to be 62 Saturday. Really? Yep. 
Ain't that I, something? I hope he's Clifton uh, Cuckoo Marlin. I thought for sure you would get that one. No, I might not have gotten that one either, though. When you just hear Clifton, you think, "Wait, it's not Clifton." Yeah, Clifton Clowers. Yeah, Wolverton Mountain. Yeah, I was the, when Sterling I think Mountain, of Cl- sixty-two Saturday. When I think of Clifton and racing, I think of Clifton Allison. Good point. Yeah, good point. So, all right, we're gonna close it with a dad joke. Dad joke. Okay, I, I was having Sterling run. God, I wish he'd gone into ownership or something. Yeah, around. it was so much fun to. But if you want to see him, go up to Nashville. Dad jokes. Jack Duncan compiled this. One on page one hundred five. Joke one ninety two. Okay. Now this, this is I. I said this to myself twice, and I got it wrong in my mind. So, okay. all right. So, pay attention. Uh, what is a dad frog's favorite motto? What is a dad, dad frog's, frog's favorite motto? Oh, boy. If it doesn't come to you quick, it just ain't going to come to you. Um, that could be a lie. I don't know. What is a da- what is a dad frog's favorite motto? Time's fun when you're having flies. Yeah, good one. Yeah. All right. Mark that one off. That one's done. Mark that one off twice. <laughs> Oh, all right. That's a good one. All right. Ken Willis, Goblin Kelly, Daytona Motor Mouse, and uh, it's been we'll, fun. We'll do it. Yeah, again. we'll see you next next yeah. week for maybe an ex, kind of extended podcast since it's race week here. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, yeah. About to check with the affiliates. Okay. The line. All right. All right. See ya. Thank you for listening to this episode of Daytona Motor Mouths. To reach the program, please visit DaytonaMotorMouths.com or follow on Twitter at NASCAR Daytona or Facebook at NASCAR Daytona. And thanks for joining us. Daytona Motor Mouths is a production of the Daytona Beach News Journal. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.